Hello! Ahoy! Welcome to episode 10 of season 2 of Bottom of the Stream. Here we are. Double figures. I know. We made it to the second episode of the... No, the tenth episode of the second season. <laughs> you got it backwards. <laughs> I get everything backwards. I'm a, I'm a backwards guy. <laughs> I don't How know what you? that means. <laughs> Nor do I. How are you? Very good, yeah. I'm going to gloss over it and pretend I never said it. Yes. Good. All good? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Any gossip? Um, any gossip? No. No, not me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it when you ask me that. Because... Because <laughs> you have got gossip, but you just don't want to tell me on it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I feel under pressure. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, let me do the socials first. Then yeah, we'll let's do some that. Chit chat. Follow us on Twitter, at BOTS underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram, the same, at BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The website is www.bottomofthestream.com, where you'll find every episode we've ever done. And the... Both season stream tables. At this point, I would now normally put in a PodNation promo, but I'm not going to do that this week. Ooh, I want to talk of, about... Change of format. I'm going to promo somebody else. So, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know Ross Cook? Yes. Our wonderful sure artwork do. designer, did our logo. He has launched his own webcomic over on Instagram. I know, I followed. I followed too. <laughs> so, go and check that out because um, it's really good. And it's gonna, it's got potential to be really, really good. So... Now, we all know that Ross loves a really annoying Instagram handle. Yeah. So this one's called at inappropriately boring. So try and spell that if you can. Um, and also follow Ross is Ross underscore cook underscore comic underscore art. Yes. It looks like he's only done a couple so far, but it looks like it's going to be quite... I spoke to him the other day about it. He's quite excited for it, I think. It is really good. Go and check it out. He's, got, he's a really at, good artist. At least this um, Instagram handle has got like 400% less underscores in it. Yeah. There's no underscores in it at all. <laughs> so... Just, unspellable words uh, we follow it we, we both follow him and the bottom of the stream instagram follows him as well so you could probably find it there yeah but yeah go and check him out so i'm gonna leave the pod nation promos out but go and check out the pod nation on pubchaser.com we're the number one trending list on there at the minute and there's 53 podcasts on there now on our on our list on our list and they're all awesome it's a good bunch so i've not listened to them all but they're, they're all awesome <laughs> everybody's really nice yeah so uh, that's the admin done well, it's not quite the admin done, is it? No, nope. because why? Why? <laughs> what have I done wrong? No, <laughs> nothing wrong. But we we are going to um, have a spot, aren't we? On oh yeah, of course. I forgot about that. On one of our um, on one and of the and colleagues then. No, that, that's not, not the right word. No, friends. Yeah, friends over at uh, Cage's Kiss, the world's best Nicholas Cage, Cage only podcast. podcast. Absolutely, we discovered them. By accident. Oh, and that by a while back when we were doing. I thought I'd invented that, and it turned out. Yeah, they you did. Didn't you? you said that somebody should do a really somebody should do a Nick Cage podcast. Yeah, because there's so many films. Those words fell out of your mouth, and now we're going on a Nick Cage podcast. I know. What are the chances? Yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's their next episode, so it'll be out next week at some point. This week at some point. Should we say? Oh, I'd, actually, maybe we won't say what what movie we're talking about. No, that's we'll. It's a Nicholas Cage can, film. Yeah, come and find it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think their episodes come out on a Tuesday. I'm not sure though, but it'll be at some point in the future uh, whilst you're listening to this, unless you're listening to this in the future. Yep. In just, which case, it'll be in the past. Just search for Cage's Kiss. Cage's Kiss, yeah. You'll find them on, on all, all good podcast apps. Yeah. And at Cage's Kiss on Twitter, I believe. Brilliant. I think. You'll find them. They're awesome. Uh, watched anything good at the top of the stream this week? Uh, yeah, I watched a couple of things. Cool. I don't know you've watched this program as well, but a different episode. <laughs> Go on. So um, we've, we've both sampled uh, an episode of the new season of The Toys That Made Us. Yeah, I watched the wrestling figures one. And I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures one. That's my next one on my list to watch. I love Toys That Made Us. It's really well made. It's, it's Yeah, it's great. So if, if anyone's unfamiliar with it, it's the sort of 45 minutes to an hour each episode documentaries yeah. about an important line of toys you know from the past from the past usually 80s 90s pretty much focused on isn't it um so there's been episodes on he-man transformers gi joe barbie yeah um hello kitty i've not seen the hello kitty no it's a bit too Um, uh, a bit too young for me and it interviews the you know the designers you know people who are influenced by these things and the story behind them. people off the shop floor and that sort of thing people who are actually making them yeah yeah, it's really interesting. There's the There's He-Man st- one is brilliant. Yeah, that is great. There's so a Star Wars the one, one as well. Yeah, there is. That's really which, good. Which you know, you know how the, you get the famous like uh, everyone turned down the Beatles. Yeah, and then they became the Beatles. Yeah. That's a similar story with the Star Wars. Yeah, toy it range. is. Yeah, um, and it made Kenner a little toy company into one it's of the biggest bit. in the world. Yeah, the the Ninja Turtles episode is really good. Really, it's quite emotional. 
with right. the uh, with the how the relationship works between the two guys who wrote the comic and oh, really and came up with the Ninja Turtles. And yeah, right. It's 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 a great episode. I didn't know there was so much history to wrestling figures. Right. I must admit, it was really good, inter- a really interesting episode. I'll check, I'll check that out. I never really had any wrestling figures. I used loads when I was a kid. Loads. I did have a lot of Ninja Turtles. That's yeah. why I went to that I've one. I've still first. got some Ninja Turtles toys. I think they're in my mum's loft. Okay. Maybe I'll put them up in here somewhere. Have you got room? No. <laughs> Definitely haven't got room. I might send some pictures out of this room one day because we keep talking about it. Used to do. Do you put him next to Al Pacino? Is he's? I'm telling you, he's wonky. Al Pacino's gone on the wonk. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm looking at Al Pacino from Scarface. It's like a big long canvas of him on the uh, wall, and he is definitely leaning. Okay, I'll, I'll sort that out afterwards. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll send some pictures out. Who knows? If anybody wants to see some pictures of the podcast boat, let us know. Uh, what else have we been watching? Oh, we watched Nailed It. Yeah, we watched a few episodes of that together. Yes, we had I'd a, never even heard of it. We had a bit of a soiree, out. didn't we? Yeah, last week. A, Bit of a get together, a bit of a dinner party with a few friends. Yeah, and um, someone, nailed it. Ended up on the someone TV. through nailed it on. Yeah. So yeah, what's right. nailed it? Nailed it is a bit like the Great British Bake Off, only a lot more American and a lot more rubbish. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> uh, it's a good show for rubbish bakers. Correct. So they get given like a an example of what they've got to make or bake, and they just get told to go and do it, and then disaster ensues, and it's very funny. It was it was entertaining. Yeah, it was. Yeah. For, a, for a sort of quick 20, 25 minutes, half yeah, I've hour. seen like, what did we watch? Four episodes? Yeah, something like I that. I feel like I've seen it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, like, don't really feel I pro- like I need to see it anymore. Yeah, I probably wouldn't rush back. But, um, no, but it's, it's right, a, you... something to chuck on. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It was quite insane. I really like the host, but I, I've, again, not come prepared and can't tell you what her name was. <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> lovely lady. She seemed like a lovely lady. She was very funny. Yeah. I've nearly finished Shit's Creek. Okay. Um. Well, I say finish. It got up to date on Shit's Creek. Okay. The next season is coming in January. Okay. So I should be done. Well, I will definitely be done by then. I completely forgot as well. I we I am up to date on the Good Place. Oh really? Yeah, we just absolutely just bombed it one night. Uh, I don't know what I think about this season. What you what are your thoughts? Uh, it's it's been a bit of stop start. Yeah. But you kind of just you want to see it through to the end. And... Uh, yeah, I want to see it through to the end. I'm intrigued to see where it's going, but it has been a bit dull uh, this year. Yeah, probably probably not quite as. The, this latest episode the yeah. l- from last week was really bad. Which was that the, the one where they were? Um, no spoilers. Yeah, the yeah. GD one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, not great. Well, yeah, because you were at the same point at the end of the episode you were at the start. Yeah, and nothing. Yeah, they they tend to do that quite a bit. And I don't, know, I don't, don't really love. Don't get me wrong, I'm not down on the show. I think the show's, I, like I said last week, I think it's the best show Netflix produced. I just think the series has been a little bit. A form. I love it. Any any time limping to its finale. Anytime Jason Manzukis turns up, <laughs> oh, he's so funny. He is so funny. He is really funny. Love Derek, he's not in it enough. No. Well, that's probably why he's so good, though. Is there's only small, small only chunks. Small. <laughs> small chunks of him. True. That is true. Right. Uh, what else? Oh, there was something else. Oh, I went to the cinema last night. Me too. Well, not last night. <laughs> but I've also been this week. You go first. I went to see Knives Out. Right. On its opening night last night. It's marvelous. What, what's it, is that like a murder mystery so, type? Yeah, thing? it's an old-fashioned murder mystery who done it with a modern-day twist. Is it a British um, film? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, d- I think sure. so. Ryan Johnson makes it. Right. Okay. So it's got it's got an all-star cast. So it's probably not, probably not British. Though. I don't know. I don't think so. But there's loads of like really famous people in it. Don Johnson, Jamie Lee Curtis, okay. um, Chris Evans, the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why, one of the kids from it. Is it funny? Comedy. It's comedy. It's a okay. comedy who done it. Daniel Craig. Okay. Who's I, I don't I don't like Daniel Craig at the best of times, but he was good. How would you know? You've never it's, seen a James Bond film. Yeah, I've seen Munich though, and I've never <laughs> okay. forgiven him for that. Fine, his accent let him down a little bit in it. But right, I think it's brilliant. It's one of the most well-written films I've seen this year. Excellent. That yeah. sounds like a be up my street. Yeah, it definitely would be. I'd like to yeah, I definitely would go. I definitely recommend Knives Out. Go and watch it. What I, did you see? I went to see Frozen Two. Of course, you did. Amazing with, with ladies. Yeah. Was it really good? It was epic. Excellent. My Re- brother went to see it. As really well. enjoyed really. it. Because I'd like seen a couple of things saying, oh, it's not quite as, you know. Well, it's never going to live up to the hype that the Frozen song, got, is it? I thought the songs are great. Really? I, I actually, controversial opinion, I think Frozen, the original, is a little bit overrated. I'm going to be even more controversial until I've not even seen it. No, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's, it's good. It'd be weird for me to sit at home on my own and watch Frozen. Yeah, probably, well, maybe. It's, <laughs> Your kids need to make me watch it's it. It's fine, yeah. the first one. But so Tangled, which came out at a similar time, yeah. that was nowhere near as big. Yeah. Didn't have the the big song. Yeah. It's a much better film than Frozen. Wow, but um, well, in my opinion, but <laughs> uh, no, Frozen Two is re- really enjoyable, and 
not to get too corny, but my three-year-old sat through the whole thing and she was absolutely agog. Really? Uh, yeah, the whole time. She like, sat quietly and did... Yeah, literally jaw, nah, jaw open it. watching the whole thing. I've met your three-year-old many times and I don't believe a word of what you just said. Yeah, she was absolutely entranced. Wow. Um, and It must be good. <laughs> but she did cry at one point. Right. Because when, when Anna was sad, she said, oh, I'm very sad because she's sad. Oh. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. No, good. enjoyed it. Cool. It's quite rare for me to go to the cinema. So. Yeah, you don't go very often, do you? Yeah, don't Not have as, nowhere near as often as I do. <laughs> I always seem to be there these days. Um, I think that's it, admin-wise. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the film that we watched this week? Uh, yeah. Have you watched it? <laughs> I have a confession to make. <laughs> go on. I have watched it. Yeah, good. I finished watching it yep. l- literally an hour ago. Wow. <laughs> And we're quite late recording this week as well. This is Thursday. And yeah, we're later we, we, than we normally record. There's, there's been a few things crop up which have <laughs> meant we've had to. Have you had a hectic week, Nick? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we've had to move a bit later in the week, and yeah. I, I I watched most of it a couple of nights ago. Yeah, and finished. It I was tonight. like, I've got to stop because I'm I'm starting to fall asleep here because yeah. I was I was away, and um, I was like, I've got a couple of days. Fine, I <laughs> I've literally I've just finished it and got in the car and come over it. Wow. Okay. Well, at least it's going to be fresh in your mind. Yeah. Because it's been a few days now since I watched it. Okay. Okay, so shall we start talking about it? Yes. Okay, so this week we watched a film called Clinical, which is a 2017 film. It is a 15. It is an hour and 44 minutes long, currently rated at 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Stars Vanessa Shaw, who plays Dr. Jane Mathis, who you will know from Hocus Pocus many, many years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's in Hocus Pocus. I hadn't put that together. Yeah. I oh. think that's probably what she's most famous for. The little girl. Yeah. Amazing. She was... Blow also- my mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's good. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. To give you facts about these characters and actresses. She's also in the latest remake of The Hills of Eyes. Okay. 2006, I think. Or... Did we go to see that at the cinema? Yeah, I think so. We, the it's got the Australian creepy, lady creepy out of Lost in it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah, we did. that one. Uh, yeah, she's in that. She's in so, Ray, Ray Donovan as well. Yeah. Apparently. I've never really watched that. No, me neither. I, I think I watched a bit of the first series, but then never got into it after okay. that. Cool. Um, it also stars Kevin Rahm. I'm going to say Rahm. Do you think that's right? R-A-H-M. H-M. Yeah, Rahm. go for it. Cool. He plays Alex, who is a bit of a TV character actor. So he's been in 33 episodes of Mad Men, 9 episodes of Bates Motel, and 49 episodes of the new Lethal Weapon TV show. Okay. Which I think is now finished. I don't think I've... I have not seen any of those programmes. I watched the first season of Bates Motel because I really love Psycho. Yeah. I uh, couldn't get into it. Couldn't, it wasn't for me. It was by the same guy, one of the same guys who made Lost as well. Okay. So I was all in, all up for it and I just couldn't get on board with it. Um, also stars Aaron Stanford as Miles who was in two of the X-Men films, and he's also in The Hills Have Eyes. Okay. He's also, he was the lead in the 12 Monkeys TV show. Yes. Recently. Yeah, I have, I did watch that. Did you? Yeah, did not to the end, we gave up after like two series, <laughs> but, because it got, it got crap, but yeah. But, so there you stars. it's not an all-star cast, I wouldn't say, they're all, what, would you call them unknowns? I think most of them you'd call unknowns. Yeah, pretty much. I, I'd nearly said, and I haven't got a clue where any of these people are, and so you, like I say, <laughs> you blow my mind a bit there. Uh, directed by a guy called Alistair Legrand, who, this is his second film, both of them horror films, but I did notice that he's got a future project on IMDb of Mile 81, which is a Stephen King story. Oh, okay. So everybody's adaptating, (laughs) everybody's adaptating Stephen King stories at the minute, and Mile 81 was in The Bizarre of Bad Dreams, which was Stephen King's latest compilation of short stories. You cannot move for Stephen King. You really can't, (laughs) just at the minute. But, so that's quite exciting. Hopefully, if this film's any good. You've missed an important person out. Have I? Yeah. Who, who have I missed out? There isn't anybody else in it. <laughs> so you've not you've not mentioned um, the character of Terry. So that is that is um, Jane's therapist. Hmm. So that, he's played by William Atherton. Okay. Do you know? Do you not know who? Does that name ring a bell? The name's ringing a vague bell. He's he's very well known for a very big eighties film. Okay. Um, he plays Walter Peck in Ghostbusters. Oh, of course. It comes and shuts down the yes. I knew I traps. Re- he was one of those guys that you know. I only really look at the. I only ever really look up the top three or four people on IMDb. Yeah, 
And so I never looked at him. And then when I was watching the film, I was like, he does look familiar. He looks exactly the same. His yeah. beard's just gone a bit whiter. Yeah. Now and you've said it. Uh, I got you. That He's brilliant. That, I know he's only in Ghostbusters for like 10 minutes, if that, but he's fucking awesome in that. Everything's good about Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's a great film. Okay, so let's talk about Clinical, shall we? Yes. Okay, so the film starts with a credit sequence. Yeah. Which we don't get very often. I'd say this is a real throwback. Yeah. So how many how many films do you see nowadays where you get all the, the, all the whole credits, credits the before Not it many. starts? Doesn't happen anymore. It goes on for bloody ages as well. <laughs> it seemed to go on for ages. I'm pretty sure it used to be like a, a rule. I would say the legal thing. Yeah. But like it got through the like, yeah, director's guild or whatever, it had to, you had to have them before. Have you ever heard, started. have you ever heard, the, I'm going to go off subject already. That's fine. Have you ever heard the rumour that they, there is a, a rule in Hollywood that you have to say the name of the film during the film at some point? Uh, yeah, I have heard. I don't know if rumor. it's true. I don't. I don't no, it can't, it can't be, be true. No, but I'm not buying it. It, was, it was all, at school people always used to say, oh, you have to say the name of the film in a film. No. No, I don't think it's true. But Bullshit. I always, whenever I hear the name of a film mentioned in the film now, it always makes me think of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. I thought I got exactly the same, ages. same thing. Old style credits. You're just looking at a moon. You're looking at a reflection of the moon in a puddle. And yeah, there's just names flying up next to it. Yeah. The Marvel do it quite a bit, don't they? But I don't think anybody else really does. It's not what got me off to a great start, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, you start off and there's uh, you can hear Christmas music playing. Yeah. Because this is a Christmas film. I know, and we're in December now. Yeah. So, it's like we planned it. It's like when we didn't. Because <laughs> we haven't got a clue what we're going to do at Christmas. No, not really. So we probably should have kept this one on board. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you see Dr. Mathis in her office, and there's Christmas, she's got Christmas music playing. Uh, she's, like, making phone calls and writing out prescriptions and just basically catching up on her own admin. Yeah, doing doctor stuff. Yeah, she's a doctor. And she suddenly, she hears a crash outside. Yeah? Yeah. And the music stops all at the same time. And... There, she leaves her office and she goes to investigate. There's a girl in the garden. And there's a girl, there's this a girl not in, in the garden. It's like a cantini type area, yeah. I think, like a rec room. And uh, she's covered in blood. This young girl, who we later find out is called Nora. Or do we? And I think we find out at this point that she's called Nora. I think so, yeah. And she's holding some glass to her wrists as if she's about to slice herself open. And she's bleeding all over the place. And Jane tries to like talk her down and calm her down. She turns. She's obviously a patient of some sort. And she attacks her with this bit of glass. She does. So she slashes it at Dr. Mathis. Yeah, she cuts all who, her arms up. Yeah, who she, kind of got, puts, puts her, her arms, arms up in, in her face defensive and... mode. <laughs> and she gets slashed up. She gets a sla- her, her arms all slashed up. So yeah. she can't, they kind of have a bit of a fight. She pushes Nora away from her. And then Nora just slices her own throat open. Yep. With this bit of glass. And then we boom straight into a title card. Yeah. So that's your first five minutes. Yeah. It's, it's pretty... Five, um, Pretty bit gritty opening. Pretty graphic as well. Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of blood. A lot of yeah. There There's was. a lot of blood in this film. There is only a only a couple few of times, times, but it's really but the, graphic yeah. scenes of blood loss. Yeah. So we boom straight onto the title card, and then it turns out we're two years later, which comes out in a conversation, which yep. I like. There was not a card up coming yeah, up on you the don't screen need it. saying spoon fed to you. You don't need it if you told it in a conversation. Fine with that. She's talking to her own therapist now. Yeah. Who is the guy you just mentioned? Uh, Terry, I didn't, I'm not sure what his surname was. Terry the therapist. She kept calling him therapist. Terra- Terra- the terror. Ter- you Terry- be careful Terry- what you're saying there. <laughs> therapist. Terry pissed. Ter- is he? <laughs> no, I think he might be. <laughs> I don't know, he might have had too much to drink. Yeah, she's talking to him about how she wants to move on and what's going on in her life at the minute. She tells him she's dating a cop who we meet later on. And she's seeing, she's seeing some like patients. She's doing like workplace therapy yeah maybe a bit of couple stuff as well Couples but basically therapy. She, she states she's not seeing any like trauma, trauma patients because she's a trauma therapist yeah. she does the trauma therapy and but she's not now she's just doing a boring yeah workplace therapy and that sort of thing and just after that the she gets a bit of a phone she gets a phone call what have you lost you're looking around i have, I have <laughs> got it right sorry <laughs> she she gets a phone call from a guy called alex yeah and he has heard of her reputation as this trauma therapist and he's been through some trauma so he would like some trauma therapy. Yeah. So he gives her a ring and she kind of says, Look, no, I don't do that anymore. Um, it's not my bag. I can transfer you over to some other doctors if you want me to. But he's quite persistent, isn't he? He is very persistent. Um, he has obviously heard her, of her reputation. Yeah. And um, he is insistent that she see him yeah and she's she's already said that she wants to move on and she wants to become this she wants to get back to what she enjoys because obviously yep. she, since this trauma with norma norma nora 
she's kind of given up on it so she wants to get back into that she wants to move on with her life so she agrees to take him on and I, I guess you can see the kind of psychology behind it isn't it? this character is thinking if i can help this guy move on then maybe it will no. help me move yeah. on as well i think that was the thinking um so she agrees to take him on and that night she's lying in bed watching a christmas carol because that's what people do at christmas they watch christmas movies unlike us who don't know what we're going to watch yet. <laughs> and she hears like a commotion outside doesn't she yeah, there's all sorts of rustling and crashing along the in the bins and outside. Yeah, the bins are all been knocked over. So she grabs a baseball bat from under a bed and she goes outside to investigate and the bin's been knocked over and she hears some noise in the bushes. Yeah. And she sees a figure kind of run away. Yes. We don't know who it is at this point. But then you see, as she's standing on the porch, you see like a figure standing behind her as well. Yeah, so it's, it's clearly Nora. It's clearly in, Nora. In a now, nightdress. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh, ghost stories. Yeah, ghost girl. Ghost girl. I've written that in my notes. Ghost girl. Ghost girl. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next morning, presumably the next morning. Sometime has Sometime in the future after that is a same morning. We meet Alex for the first time. Yeah. So he's come for his, his, yeah, he's come for his first uh, session. Yes. With Jane, Dr. Mathis. Yeah. And he has a heavily scarred face. Yeah. He he is disfigured. Yeah. And it's not just a scarred face. Yeah. He talks about how he's had a transplant. Face transplant. Yeah. Which has taken quite well. Yeah. And but he has just got scars all over his face, and because he's been through a very traumatic experience, which we will gradually learn about during the film through this film. Yes, that's what your film is basically, yeah. isn't it? From like this point onwards, and he says he says a line. He says, "I want somebody to tell me how to live." And I thought that was quite nice. That was a nice line. Yeah, yeah and that's when we find out that he's had a face plant, a face, face plant. <laughs> he's face planted, <laughs> and therefore needs a face transplant. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's one film. way to get rid of your face. <laughs> and he wants some drugs to forget all about it. He wants her to prescribe him some drugs. Yeah, and she doesn't like giving drugs out. No, she's so, a... Uh, not, yeah, she is... A, what does she call it? Confrontational therapy? Yeah. yeah. So it's basically no painkillers. You address what your issue is. You talk about it. And we get through it that way rather than just giving yeah. you drugs. So it's tough. It. It's tough, tough com- conversations yeah. and sharing. Yeah. That's kind of the end of that first session, isn't it? It's just, they have that conversation and then it kind of cuts away. Yep. And she goes out for a jog with one of her friends. And I thought this was really weird. While she's jogging along in this like wooded area, she can see the ghost of Nora jogging by the side of her. Yeah. And it looks so ridiculous. There's a couple of moments in this. And I think, uh, well, yeah, more than a couple of moments in this film that just felt like they just didn't fit. Yeah. And they, they kind of got a, a bit of a lull reaction from me. And this, this I, I lulled at this because there's this young girl in a nightdress jogging along at the side of it through this wood it's not creepy it's not creepy it's funny a mate doesn't even notice no so you do think oh it's a ghost she can see this ghost jogging alongside her and then when she looks around it's gone yeah she she has a bit of a freak out she stops jogging and they stop they sit down on a bench they have a bit of a conversation yeah and then there's someone in the bushes in the distance sort yeah of somebody at them. somebody watching them so stuff is afoot here yeah it is and that that night that we then get introduced to miles we yeah. meet Miles that night because he's come round to have to have dinner. Yes, nothing really happens in so, that scene. It's just Jack can't yeah, chase. he's in a relationship with it's Jane. Just a chase for a ch- chance for us to meet him. He's a cop. Yeah, <laughs> all you really need to know yeah. about him. <laughs> that's, that's about as much character development as there is. Yeah. So we, then we get a new another couple of scenes where she is therapizing Alex. Is that yeah. a word? It is Therapi- now. It is now. And we find out he was in a car accident. Yes. And that is how he had this disfigurement. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, that's all we know at this stage. Yeah. yeah. There was an incident slash in a car. car accident. Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't really remember either. He's no, he's trying to... He's trying, he's, out of his own memory. He's, he's rem- to... Yeah, he's remembering... A, so I feel like we keep talking over each other today. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's my fault. Um, he's remembering a little bit more in each session, basically. Yeah. And we're kind of learning along with him. Yeah. Um, he says that he's been miserable and he was locked in his house. He locked himself in his house for a year on his own with no contact from anybody. Yeah. And when he looks in a mirror, a stranger looks back at him, which I thought was a nice line. Because, again, this gives the impression that it's going to be a ghost story. And it isn't. <laughs> but we'll come to it. We'll come to it. And she says, look, you've got to talk me through your accident. We need to go through this scene by scene and try and make you remember it so you can accept it and you can move on from it. Yes. So you see a scene of him driving. He comes across a car accident in the road in front of him. And all of a sudden, he starts. To have, he's back on the sofa and he starts having a panic attack. He does, yeah. And he kind of passes, he passes out, doesn't he? She's trying to talk him through it, but he, he passes out. And so she cuts the session. She's like, look, that'll do for today. Come back and we'll try. She's adamant that he's going to do it. She's like adamant that you're going to tell me what's happened in this. Like you said earlier, she's 
she's all about the tough love, isn't she? And yeah. Confrontational therapy. Even when you've had a panic attack and you're passing out. Oh, while this is all going on, she's having dreams about Nora as well. So she's got her own yeah, issues she's, that she's trying to deal she's with. She's still having the flashbacks. And we also find out at this point that she actually is suffering from sleep paralysis as well. Yeah. So, you know, she's she's waking up and unable to move. Yeah. That must be scary as fuck. Yeah, can you imagine? No. No, I don't no, be terrifying. think about it. Um, and the first half an hour of this movie, apart from pretty much the bit where they go out for the jog, it's either Jane doing therapy to Alex. Yeah. Or it's Terry. Doing therapy to Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a bit of a slog. <laughs> it it does not start at a good pace, that's no, for sure. It, it's, it's slow. It's methodical. It's clinical, <laughs> is what it is. It's, it's, it's that would if that would be if you had asked me for a one word review, clinical would be my one yeah. word review. We don't do that anymore. But we yeah. don't do that anymore. No, but... I used to do it to you. So. <laughs> but it is very clinical. It is very paint by numbers psychological thriller. It's this happens, this happens, this happens. There's a bit of a twist. There's the end of your film, and it's it's just so paint by numbers for me. But I'm but getting ahead of th- myself. Yeah, there. there are massive problems with the pacing of this movie. Massive because it goes nowhere. Then it goes nowhere. Yeah. And it keeps on going nowhere. Yeah. There is no build in tension or no danger. And then it flies off <laughs> to somewhere completely different off a cliff. Yeah. And we'll talk about the weird stuff. Towards the end of this film, I'm going to say a sentence that is going to throw me completely. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'd never, it's a sentence I never thought I'd say. There are, there are huge pacing problems. In yeah, this there movie. are. And I, I really struggled with this first half an hour. Yeah. Because. It's okay to do a scene of a therapy scene, but to then to do like five in a row for characters that you don't really care about. You yet. don't, it, but they're not great character development scenes either. No, they're not at all. And it's we we learn tiny little bits. So none of none of the the scenes in this half now really moves anything forward. No, we find out later about the car accident and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's that's in sort of the third act. Yeah, there's there's nothing here that moves. Like I say, gradually builds any tension or any development or no or any relationship with the characters it's just just, it's absolutely just spinning its wheels yeah it is completely from the very beginning from as soon as that title card hits the next scene is her with her therapist and he tells her that she stopped progressing yeah that she was doing really well and all of a sudden it's stopped and Uh, and she at the bottom of that and jane admits to terry that she's taken on this trauma patient yeah and he He's dead against He it. therapizes that this is hold, now started to hold her back. Yeah. So that night, again, she's in bed and she hears another noise downstairs. And it turns out Alex is there. Yep. In the house in the middle of the night. He's asleep. Yeah. Or is he? Well, he's, yeah, we he think he's, he was. he's sleepwalking. He's sleepwalking. But where does this guy live? Yeah. How far has he sleepwalked? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not on the same road, I presume. Uh, no, she would know him. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. And how's he got in the house? Yeah, don't know. <laughs> or a cat. Um, <laughs> so she obviously calls Miles because she's panicking. Yeah. And he turns up with the police because he's a policeman, as we've already said. And she agrees to not see him anymore. She says, Indeed, yeah. She says to Miles, oh, I'm not going to see him anymore. I'm going to call it off. Alex is still sitting outside her house on a bench at this point. And she goes over and speaks to him and tells him, look, we're done. You can't be doing things like this. This is my life, my house. I didn't count. This is the first time of, I don't know how many times, we saw this conversation. Yeah. Between these two, between Alex and Jane, and it was it changed sometimes which way round their viewpoint was, yeah. but we saw this conversation, I, I reckon it's got to be at least five times, yeah, I think you're where right. one of them was going, you can't be my patient, let me be your patient. Yeah. I don't want to be your patient. No, I want <laughs> to carry on being your doctor. Yeah, it did happen a lot. There was that, and the, the hearing a noise in the night happened about four times as well. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was drudging. It, the first hour were really was really drudging. Yeah. It, took, it seemed to just go on forever. He kind of begs her not to leave him, not to cut him off. And she has a bit of a flashback to her first meeting with Nora. Yeah. And how they first met. But that turns out to be a dream. Because it's all a bit weird, isn't it? And she wakes up and she can't move. She's got this sleep paralysis. So, and then she just goes back to doing these boring therapy sessions. There's only, 
There's a montage There's a of f- boring therapy. We've just seen half an hour of actual therapy, yeah. and now we get a montage yeah. of her doing therapy. Doing more therapy. There's, we've I've seen in capital letters montage and underlined it. We have seen a lot of montages yeah. in our what thirty episodes, thirty odd episodes we've yeah. done. Yeah, and this is a first that we've seen a therapy montage. Yeah, definitely. After after being watched half an hour of therapy to then get a therapy montage. So far, all we've seen is just therapy. Yeah. I think I might need therapy after this. <laughs> and in the next scene, they decide, uh, Jane and Miles decide they're going to put their Christmas tree up because it's Christmas. Even though earlier on in the film, she said she doesn't put Christmas trees up because it makes their, her patients feel uncomfortable because Christmas is a traumatic time of year. Ah, whatevs. Yeah. So within 10 minutes of that conversation <laughs> happening, she puts a Christmas tree up. And Miles kind of like, is in what probably one of the very few nice character moments sort of <laughs> sort of says to her you know i really like you are we gonna kind of well, i don't know move this stuff on you know yeah. he wants to make a commitment to yeah. jane doesn't he and um, but that is swiftly interrupted by a uh, telephone call yes she gets and a phone call it's alex yes and he tells her he's taken too many pills yeah and she needs to come and rescue him so she gets in a car and rushes over to his house which i don't think she's ever been to before no. But she just managed to find it. But she must have his records. Yeah, she'd have his records, I guess. But, um, ah, good point. She went in a car, so he must have <laughs> sleptwalked a long she way. She did definitely go in a car, because she rushes out of the car and yeah. pulls up into a drive. Yeah, so he must have sleptwalked for a mile. <laughs> Weird. Um, so she she gets to his house, he's all, like, a bit crazy. He's a bit like um, Helena Bonham Carter in Fight Club. Yes. He's gone all loopy. And she injects him with something. Yeah. Which makes him throw up, and then he's all right. Yeah, straight away. So that's like a miracle cure for overdoses. Yeah, so she had some sort of magic uh, drugs. And he says to her, look, don't give up on me. We, we, I need you, you need me. Let's try again. Yeah. But she agrees to. And so she starts seeing him again. And he tells her that she, he really wants to get better. And she asks him to talk about the accident again. And she says, the only way you're going to get better is if you literally do talk me through this whole accident and what happened. And so we cut to the ac- scenes of the accident, don't we? Which is always in black and white. Whenever it is, yeah. Whenever he's remembering things that we're seeing it's in black and white and basically he's come across this car wreck and there's people in the car and he's the only one on the scene so he's trying to get these people out of the car yeah so it looks like at this point actually this guy might be a bit of a hero yeah but we know that something's happened to his face yeah but yeah so he's he's getting people out of this car and then he breaks he stops again it's a couple of minutes more than he did last time yeah and he says he doesn't he doesn't remember anything else and she tells him that he might have PTSD. So which he doesn't know what it is and she explains that to him for about five minutes, what that is. And then she There's then there's then more back and forth and yeah. this time Alex is like, Oh, I don't know if I want to come back. Yeah. And and she's <laughs> now like, Oh yeah, come back, we're getting somewhere, we're getting yeah. somewhere. And she nearly tells him about Nora, doesn't she? She yes. she says to him this not this sort of thing's happened to me, but yeah. she doesn't she nearly does, but she doesn't go into any detail and he, he eventually leaves. He calls her later that day and they have a bit of a chat again. And then she's at home again and it's night again and she hears another noise. So this is the third time. Yeah. And she opens the back back door, porch door, and Nora's just there and she just runs out. Yeah, chases her out of the house. And just chases around the house. So this Again, I've written Nora Ghost. Nora chases, Ghost. Chases Jane out of house. Except at this point, we find out that Nora isn't a ghost. No. Nora is not dead. Laura, no. Nora survived her it slit, throat slitting. And it was only an attempt. It was an attempted suicide. So this is dropped with the subtlety of, <laughs> I don't know, a t- t- lead jammer. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like they've tried to pull it as a twist. She's alive. Yeah. And it just it's so at odds with what we've already seen <laughs> because we've seen all this as visions. You know, these people are genuinely struggling I... with these traumatic incidents. Yeah. And it just, again, it just clangs in as though it's something from a different film. All I could think when I found out that she was alive was, that means she was actually jogging next to her in a nightgown. Exactly. And I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it's just like, that scene is real. How did a friend not see it? And why was that even happening? That scene does not need to be in this film. Nope. And it just makes it look stupid. Yep. Because it's just trying to confuse you and it, it yeah. just it doesn't work does not work <laughs> it completely doesn't. it just makes that scene is the stupidest thing i've seen in a film for a long time and so she goes to the hospital where nora had been living uh, she, she goes to the uh asylum basically. yeah yeah where she had been living for sent. two living for two years since well, 23 the months yeah. the doctor says she goes into this the room where nora had been living and it's just a basic great big blank room with a bed in it there's yeah. nothing else in there at all and she'd been kept in there for two years and 
she had attacked a doctor while she was there as well. So they, yeah, they show her a load of CCTV and any time that they try to talk to Nora about her father, yeah, she explodes in these bouts of craziness, rage, yeah. where she's physically attacking the orderlies and the doctors. Yeah. But then the guy says, well, there's been some cutback, so we just let her out. Yeah, she's gone. She's re- She's been released. <laughs> Even though she's clearly mentally unstable. He said, there's, he says, yeah, there's a lack of money. So we, we released her. Oh, she was being abused by her dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Then after that, because now we know Nora's real, then... Can, can I stop you for a second? Yes. So I've just I've done a search. Okay. How far can people sleepwalk? <laughs> Okay. And I've come across an article Yeah. Uh, from 2015. A Colorado woman has told police she has no memory how she got nine miles from her Denver home, even though she was found in her pajamas and with no shoes. She sleptwalked for nine miles? <laughs> Apparently so. Wow. She came out of a sleepwalking state and, was, and she recognised where she was on the side of the road. What? She was reported missing at 6am and hadn't been seen since 10pm the night before when she went to bed. That's crazy. So maybe it is possible. Mm. We're not giving this film the credit it deserves. The, the police say there was a chance she may have took the bus part of the way, but she didn't have an ID, wallet or money. <laughs> How's she taken the bus? I don't know. As if a bus driver's going to go, yeah, get on, love. You're, we know you're asleep. You've got your pyjamas on. You've got no money. There you go. Nine miles. Nine miles. I don't think I can even wake walk for nine miles. You definitely couldn't, no. No. That's a long way. Um, so she decides, now we know Nora's alive, we're going to get some cameras fitted to the house. Yep. So she does that. Um, Alex comes back and again for another session. And he says to her, has your process ever not worked? The process that you use of this like aggressive therapy, has it ever not worked? So she tells him then about Nora. Yeah. And she tells him the full story, doesn't she? Yeah, she's, she's opened up to him, which is, I'm pretty sure how this is not supposed to work. Yeah, the therapist open up to patient it's a bit weird yeah but so then they try to go back to the accident again and so he goes into like it's almost like she hypnotizes him but she doesn't she because she talks him down and she she's like close your eyes yeah count backwards from 10 and they and so basically we find out at this point now that as he was saving these people he, yeah so he, he pulled two people, two people out, out of this of his, accident this accident pulled them to the side of the road yeah and then kind of got into stood up in the middle of the road and got hit by a truck yeah well yeah he did. But do, do you see why he, why he went into the truck at this point, or is that ne- later on? I think it's now because he's he's he screams because his daughter's in the middle of the road. Yeah. So what she's got out of the car? I think it's now. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. So why she's why he's rescuing people? His daughter's got out of the car. This is still in the first bit that I watched, not the bit I watched <laughs> for, uh, an hour ago. So so. It's not as fresh, right? No, no. Yeah, it is now. So she's got out of the car. So he runs into the middle of the road, and he gets hit by a truck. In the face. It is now because she he yeah, says she, that she died. Yeah, yes, yeah. it is. You're right, and it left him dis- disfigured. Yeah, he gets he gets a truck to the face, but it's a breakthrough in the therapy. Yeah, she's Nora. Uh, Nora Jane's really happy about this. Yeah, because he's got through. He's he's broken through. This is where I stop the film. Okay, <laughs> just for your information, um, which is apt because when I came back to it this evening, yeah. and watched the last half an hour, I thought I'd turn a different film on. <laughs> it does kick off from here. It definitely kicks off from here. So yeah. just with the same actors, then yeah. So he does. He starts to. He tells her that he remembers everything. These the, the whole things come back to him, but he also he then starts to have another panic attack, doesn't he? He does, he, yeah. But she she breathes him through. She breathes him through it. <laughs> she tells him how to breathe to get through it. And that night she is home alone again, and this time she finds some muddy footprints in the kitchen. Yeah, so she's in and she's sort of watching TV, isn't she? Isn't yeah. she? And she runs out of medication because yes. she goes around looking in all the cupboards. Yeah, and she can't find any. And um, she's watching her own CCTV cameras. She falls asleep watching her cameras. She is, and then she puts Christmas Carol back on. Yeah, she did. Um, Because I presume this is like a year after the original incident, base or a couple. We don't know. It's It's Christmas again, anyway. It's still Christmas. And yeah, she 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 kind of dozes off. Yeah, watching TV. Yeah, then she goes downstairs. She finds some muddy footprints in the kitchen. She does, and then she hears a noise upstairs this time. So this is the fourth time now that she's heard a noise in the house, and. She goes up and she finds... What does she find all over her bed? Uh, well, she takes a knife out yeah. of the knife block because uh, yeah. obviously she thinks someone is in the house. She goes up to her bedroom and uh, there is blood all over the bed. L- like Literally, like, a lot of blood. Pints and pints of blood. Yeah. And photos of Nora. All in the blood. Yep. All bloody photos. Yeah. Creepy. With, and some of them have got, like, eyes picked out of them and 
all that sort of thing. Yeah. We find out that the CCTV system didn't pick it up. Nope. Because somebody's been messing with it. So Miles and his cop friends come around. They're taking yeah. sort of samples of the blood. Yeah. Which never goes anywhere. No, doesn't. Never mentioned. Never gets mentioned again. <laughs> never, never find out. No. Yeah. She goes back to her therapist because we, we need more therapy scenes. Yeah, let's do it. But she this time she manages to get him out of the room and she steals some of his prescription pads. Yeah, so she tells Walter Peck yeah. from Ghostbusters. <laughs> she asks him for a glass of water. As he goes to get one, She yeah, she takes a load of prescription pads. Yeah, and Alex shows up again. At, uh, after that, Alex shows up again at her house and she gives him a card for another doctor. She tries to refer to, him To again. Terry. To, was it to yeah. Terry? Yeah, okay. she says, I've cancelled all my patients again. Yeah. I'm not seeing anyone. Yeah. Again, it's so clunky. It Again, is, this is. is about the fifth time this has happened in this film. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll do our analysis at the end. They have another back and forth. Please see me. I don't, I don't want to see you. Yeah, they do. I want to see you. Um, then she's in bed again and she's having another dream about Nora and starts getting stabbed again, don't she? Yeah. And Nora stabs her, stabs her, stabs her over and over and over again. And then she wakes up. Yeah. So it's another dream about Nora. And, but this time when she goes downstairs, Nora's in the house. Yeah, she is. So she somehow managed to get in. She, then, she, um, yeah, she runs after her again. Yeah, they have a chase house. scene in the house, don't they? Around the house, and then they get to the kitchen and have a bit of a fight. And they get in the kitchen, and uh, I don't know if you noticed that. So Jane gets into the kitchen first. Yeah, she half shuts the door, and just as Nora is coming back through, and she tries to push open the door. Yeah, Jane has just hooked this table, <laughs> which looked quite heavy. Yeah, it did look like a big heavy. It, and it, it looked stupid because she's just literally picked it up and pushed it against the door. Yeah, and it, I know it's a little thing, but again, yeah. it just made me think stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. a detail that just doesn't work. So they have a bit of a... Nora gets into the kitchen. She and does, they have she a, fights away. They have a scrap, a scrap in the kitchen, don't yeah. they? There's a big fight going on. Um, Nora's trying to... Uh, I keep calling her Nora and it's not, it's Jane. Jane tries to grab hold of a corkscrew. Yeah, so Nora's on top yep. of Jane. Yeah. Strangling her. Strangling her. We've been here before this season. We have season. been here before. I was going to say, if you noticed some similarities. Um, yeah, it's the same scene as Hush. Yeah. It's exactly the same scene. The, she's the our, char- our main character's on the bottom... Our protagonist is on the top, and there's a corkscrew to hand. And Jane grabs the corkscrew and stabs Nora in the side of the head with it. She buries it in there. Literally all the way in. Exactly the same as what happens with Maddie and the man in Hush. In Hush, yeah, exactly. It was a, virtually oh. a mirror image. It's even in a kitchen. Yeah. It's virtually the, exactly the same scene. Except this, this one's a lot more violent, a lot more gory, because she pulls it back out again. Nora pulls the corkscrew out. Yeah. yeah, and there's just this trail of blood like pissing out of her That's head. hard way, man. Yeah so Nora's done this time Nora is dead and Jane sort of passes out yeah it's yeah it's because it's the same scene as Hush yeah <laughs> yeah Jane passes out passes <laughs> no she does not she, do that she does not do that she passes out there's no bone zone this week no there's not there's not even a kiss in this film <laughs> and she wakes up strapped to a hospital bed yeah like tied down to a hospital gurney and the doctor from the asylum is there and her therapist Terry is there yes and they're both talking to her and she says, look, she doesn't really understand what's going on. She doesn't, she's like, it was self-defense. So I can't understand why I've been strapped down. Yeah. Cause they, they say, oh, the police want to come and ask you a few questions. Yeah. She's like, and it's obvious self-defense. She asks where Miles is. Yeah. She asks where he is. Can he come and talk to her? She says Nora attacked her in her house. She had to defend herself. She had no choice. Terry asked her how long she'd been stealing his prescription, prescription pads. Or... And she just sort of says, and she cops to it and says, yeah, well, for quite a long time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, she does. And then the doctor says, I'm going to show you this. And Terry says, look, you can't show her. And they have, the, they have a bit of a debate about whether she can be shown it or not. I'm not sure but, it's really within their... No, I don't think it um, is either. That doctor level was of so, responsibility. That doctor was so unprofessional, though. Everything he said... Oh, he absolutely shreds her later on does. as well. <laughs> it like... really does. He, he did Nora as well when they were showing him around the room. And he was just... He was a prick. He was a dick. So they show us some CCTV footage from her This own is house. definitely a police matter. <laughs> 100%. For them to maybe use. Yeah. So they show us some CCTV footage of the fight uh, that we saw earlier between Nora and Jane. Yeah. Except it isn't Nora. No. It is Miles. Yeah. So Nora... Uh, Jane... That's really annoying. You're so now. rubbish with names. I, I don't know why. I really don't. Jane was having some sort of psychotic break and... It wasn't Nora that had got into the house. It was Miles and he was trying to calm her down, which we thought was the fight between... So Nora was being Miles and it was Miles that got stabbed in the head with a corkscrew. Yes. Not Nora. And he basically he came over to tell her that Nora had hung herself. Yeah. I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. So me, meanwhile... Hung or hanged. Nora has been found hung or hanged. 
Is it hanged? Hung. She's not hung. <laughs> I think it's hanged. hanged. I think the past tense of hanging yourself is hanged. Nora had been Let's hanged. go with that. Yeah, I think it's that. Um, yeah, he'd come. He'd, be, he'd come over to tell her that Nora had hanged herself. So we've had like an hour and uh, an hour of nothing, five minutes of a bit of action, and now we've just had five to ten minutes of just boom. Here's your twist. <laughs> yeah, just total information dump. Yeah, a, a million miles an hour. Yeah, and it's I've already said pacing issues. This is this is the prime example. Yeah, nothing slow, 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 and then it is just whirlwinded. Completely, because we've completely forgotten about Alex at this point. Yeah. He's not been in it for about 20 minutes. And it is, it's just, it, it's so uneven. <laughs> it's, 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 I find it, I find it quite, it put me off. I didn't care. Yeah. It really took me yeah, out of it. It really took me out of any, I didn't have much interest anyway, but this, the way this was structured and, and how it moved, just it really took me out of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then we get a bit of a crazy lady montage now because she's, you see her taking pills and seeing things while she's lying on her bed and yeah clara visits her who's a friend who she went jogging with earlier yeah. not seen since then terry visits her and he sort of says you know i'm going to be your character witness in court we'll get you out of here yeah um you know don't don't you know things aren't over for you basically yeah uh, there's, there's still still a bit of hope so like you said her friend was it clara yeah she comes to visit and she leaves yeah she says you know it's christmas soon i'll, I'll be back in i'll a be few back days. in yeah it's clearly the implication was that she was never coming back. Yeah, it's that old bit and scream, isn't it? Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. So she gets in her car when she leaves and she gets tasered. Yeah, right in the neck hole. Right in the neck hole. <laughs> neck hole. <laughs> yeah, she gets tasered and we don't know who's yeah, done that. Someone's in the back someone's seat of in the car. Of her car. Um, Jane's, meanwhile, still having visions of Miles and Nora and all these people. Then she has this meeting with a doctor that you mentioned earlier. Oh, and he absolutely takes her apart. <laughs> he he is so unprofessional. He does. He's horrible. He's like, your kind of therapy never works. You're shit. He calls her yeah. an unstable physician. Yeah. 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 Which is true. She is an unstable <laughs> physician, let's be honest. But she manages to attack him, doesn't she? And well, no. She, he he tells her that some more stuff about Nora. Yeah. So she he tells her that Nora attacked her father. Yeah. And oh yeah, of course. And yeah. Jane suddenly makes a leap. Yeah, go on, make the leap, <laughs> make the leap for us, Nick. Again, very quickly and not with any link, other than yeah, the doctor said Nora attacked her father. Yeah, and she goes, did did she attack his face? <laughs> yeah, and the doctor says, yeah, how did you know that? So she's Bloody just hell. she's just pulled that. Yeah, I know a man with a weird face. Yeah. I know a crazy girl. They so must be father they and must daughter. Be father and daughter. Turns out they are. Yeah. And um... fuck it again. What the most unsubtle way to do this reveal? Yeah. It was bullshit. But she manages to escape. Yeah. Very easily. So she she <laughs> yeah. leaps over the desk. She's got. She got a scalpel or a pet. Or I can't. I, I don't know what it is. She's she's holding it to the doctor's throat before yeah. he can press the panic button under his desk. Yeah. And then we suddenly cut to her running out the front door of the hospital. Yeah. So she's somehow got past all the orderlies. Yeah. All the guards. However many flights of stairs and she's yeah. out. Bearing in mind, unstable Nora had been there for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Jane's been there for 20 minutes. She's gone. And yeah, she's gone. And she gets, so she escaped, she escaped, she gets in a car. I'm hoping you can clear this up for me. <laughs> Go on. Was it the same car? I think so. As Clara had been in? No, it can't have been. It can't have been Car- Clara's car. How has she just got into a car? She just gets in a car. Has someone left their car open? I don't know. Has she broken in? Is she a... Th- Is it her car? Because she's only been there for 20 minutes. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Can she also hotwire can open doors and hotwire cars? Stop thinking too much about it. She gets in her car. She gets tasered. She gets tasered I as well. I pissed myself. I did as well. It was so funny. It was stupid. She'd done, she'd done this big old escape and then gets tasered in exactly the same it way. It made me laugh so it. much. And then I felt a little bit bad and then I realised I didn't care. <laughs> and this film is bollocks. Fair play. So the next time we see her, she's tied up in a... I've even written LOL. <laughs> Chain gets tasered. down with the kids. <laughs> Yeah, the next time we see her, she's tied up. Is it in her own house? Yeah, it is, isn't it? I, for, I think it is. Might be. Yeah, I'm sure it I, is. And Alex walks in. Remember him? He's not the quite. Guy with not the face. quite. Not quite. Oh, okay. So she comes round. She's yeah. woozy. She's a bit hazy. Yeah. And she, because she's looking down first. Yeah. Uh, so you can hear noises in the next room. Yeah. But as she opens her eyes, Clara's lying on the floor. Yeah. Sort of at her feet, covered in blood. Dead. She, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Yep. And then Alex walks in. Yep. Remember that guy? He's the guy with the face who we saw about an hour ago. And he's Nora's dad. Yay. <laughs> the reveal is true. 
And he had been breaking into a house. Now, I kind of lost it a little bit here, Evan. You're more fresh on this than me. Okay. He'd been breaking into the house and drugging her, had he? Essentially, yeah. Yes. So, they, him and Nora, Alex and Nora, yeah. were working together. Yeah. To They were running around making all these noises around Jane's house. Yeah. And why? why? Yeah. Because Alex was and Nora were both under the belief that Jane had ruined Nora. Right. So, with her therapy... So, they were blaming jane for what happened to nora alex was because he was saying that it changed nora so right. he's an ab- he's this abusive father yeah he says that they they him and nora loved each other they had an odd relationship i think he says yeah, i think he does say but that. it worked for us and he by nora facing all that through this therapy yeah she had gone away from him basically or yeah. their relationship was changed. and that's what he wasn't happy about yeah uh, and obviously she'd attacked him and slashed his face up yeah because there's a scene of him and the whole car accident thing was bullshit it was bullshit it didn't happen yeah because you see a face you see a scene of him now just driving his car his with face his messed up face because he's been attacked by her yeah and he and drives into the path of a truck yeah drives into a lorry and that's his cover story yeah yeah i'm not sure that that would work either <laughs> wouldn't they find his face on the road I have no idea. I have no idea or care. Um, she Jane manages to break free and she manages to stab. She stabs him in the neck, doesn't she? Yeah. They have a bit of a fight and they're. Um... He tortures her a little bit just before that. He starts to cut her face a bit. Yeah. But essentially, when he's out the room, she she's grabbed a something sharp off the floor yeah. when when she'd fallen over. He yeah. he writes her on the chair, and she she, she cuts she her him and breaks cuffs and yeah. Um, she, she finds the therapist dead, Terry. Yeah, so she runs away. That made me laugh as well. So she runs away into an yep. upstairs room and old Tezza's just dead, dead on the bed. Yeah, so he's been captured at some point, which yeah. we didn't see. They have a bit of a fight. She climbs out of a window. Now, I'm going to say this because I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it. She climbs out of a window and he's like leaning out over the top of her and she grabs his face and then she falls and his face comes off. Yep. <laughs> as she falls, she rips his face off. As she falls, she rips his face off. Sure does. And when she wakes up, because she then... Like an orange peel. She knocks herself out on the floor as she lands. And when she wakes up, she's still got his face in her hand. And she's like, Ugh! Yeah, she's just chucks like, it off it. to the side. Loves it at the camera. I pissed myself at that point. I was like, I can't believe I've just seen that. Yeah, it's a real shame. It is her it, house, it, by the way, because she okay. lives back in now. If we, this had been totally serendipitous, you know, we, we said at the start about we're going on the cage's kiss. Yeah. We're not telling you what film we are doing, <laughs> but I am prepared to say we're not talking about Face Off. Unfortunately not. Because if we had, that would have been that amazing. would have been so weird. Yeah, and then she she's in the garden. She goes, she walks back into her house and you see the couch is kind of in front of the door, but facing away. Yeah. And you can see Alex is sitting you on the, the couch. Back of his head. Yeah, you can see the back of his head. And she kind of walks around to the front and you get a scene and she sees him without his face on. Yeah. End of film. That's it. It's That's over it. The last, the last shot of the film is Alex's manky face. Manky face. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of your film, mate. Yeah. I think I know what you're going to say, but what did you think? Fucking garbage. It was terrible. It's it's so boring. <laughs> There's so much of it that's just like boring. At least an hour of it is just people talking to each other on therapy couches. About nothing interesting. Yeah. They're not interesting. They're not people. interesting characters. They're just they're so boring. <laughs> but... And, and the fact that this tries to pull the wool over your eyes by making you think this is a ghost film. Yeah. And it's not. It's, it's almost unforgivable. It's, it's so heavy handed. Yeah. And it, it can't deal with the idea. And do you know what this felt like to me? Out of, I almost think out of every, every film we've watched, both both seasons that we've done of this show, yeah, this felt the most like a TV movie. Yeah, I'd that agree we've with that. Seen. It, it was as if... like it, Almost like what you call a what do they call it in America, like a Hallmark type... Yeah, Hallmark channel, cheap TV film. Yeah. It did, because it, it felt like it had been written by a... If you had a psychological thriller generator. This, yeah. <laughs> so if this was put a, some this, character this names in, sort of generate a film. Yeah. It's so paint by numbers and just boring and this, this clinical. Is, this <laughs> is the sort of thing you would see in this country. I don't know if they even do it anymore, but it's like a Channel 5 Friday night after yeah. midnight. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cheap, yeah. cheap garbage. It's, yeah, it's garbage. It really is garbage. No one was good in this. No, they weren't. No one impressed me. The no, guy who played was... Alex, I thought, was particularly bad. Yeah, he never had any emotion. He never had any character. He was just monotonous all the way through. Yeah, just yeah. 
even when he'd been revealed and he was like torturing her. Yeah, he was never a scary it was, bad guy. No. Nora was never a scary bad character, bad girl. When we were supposed to think she was a ghost, <laughs> what are they thinking? How That scene where she's jogging through the forest... It's like a comedy ghost scene. It was like something from Scary Movie. Yeah, it was. And it was like... And then when you realise that that actually happened and that was a person running next to her in a nightgown. She only ever wore a nightgown all the way through this. Well, it might not have been. There might have... There, someone who worked on this film might claim, no, no, that that one was a, no, I'm not having a, dream, a dream. But You can't have... Oh, she might be a ghost. She might be a dream. Oh, she is a dream. She's not a ghost. She is one or the other. Yeah, she's actually out back knocking your bins over yeah. <laughs> and rattling your windows. Yeah, standing on your porch, scaring you. This It's a mess. It is a proper mess. Do you mess, know what the is. most annoying thing about it is? It wouldn't have mattered if she was a ghost. No. She doesn't need to be alive. No. The twist for nothing. So. Yeah, pointless twist. That that fight in the kitchen didn't need to happen. Or it could have happened with Alex or it could have happened with... She could have been... That didn't need to be a twist either. The fact that, oh, it was actually Miles she killed. No. He could have just done it. He didn't even need to be in it. And, oh, his character was completely redundant. Yeah. It was. It had no bearing on the film whatsoever other than the fact that he got killed when she thought she was killing Nora. This is one of the most unenjoyable experiences I've had <laughs> on this. What, of the films, this is... I'm not... I'm, I don't think it's like in the worst few films we've seen. Yeah. But it's just not fun. But I, there's not many that I enjoyed less than this. No. No. I agree. Don't watch it. Please don't watch it. There's much better things out there. We've we've watched it, so you don't have to. Yeah, that's what we're here it's, for. That's for what bad. we're here for. That's what we're doing. We're finding. We're trying to find these hidden gems, and when we don't find them, we will just tell you we've not found one. So don't watch it. <laughs> You're not going to enjoy it. Um, trivia question. Have you got a trivia question? No. <laughs> oh, well, let's just abandon that feature as well, shall we? No, I, I've 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 got one. Yeah. Right. Why did you say no then? Well, no, because I haven't I haven't prepared one. Okay. I've I've had to wing it. You're not very prepared for this episode. No, it's it's been one of those weeks. Is it who's going for I can't remember whose turn it is to so go so first. You go first if you want. Right. So it's still two one. We're nine episodes in. Two to me, one to you. Yeah. This is the tenth the tenth go. I'll give you a softball. Okay. Because I've not had the time to <laughs> <laughs> or I've I've forgotten to properly research it. So I'll give you a softball. Okay. You might be alright with mine because it might have you only might have might have seen it now. Oh possibly. <laughs> well, I can't remember God, which part of the film it's in. Doesn't say much for my um observation skills possibly. So Nora, the character of Nora yeah. is quite key in this film. Yeah. But can you tell me who played Nora in the film Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? No, I don't know. It was quite a big film. Was it? I've never even heard of it. Nick was played by Michael Cera. Oh. No, don't know. Kat Dennings. Don't don't even know who that is. You know, out of Two Broke Girls. Oh, okay. The shorter one. Okay. I'll let you off. That's not really a (laughs) trivia question about this film, but I'll let you off. Well, it is. (laughs) One degree of separation. (laughs) I'm letting you off because you've had a bad week. (laughs) Um, my question, um, at one point during this film, Jane decides to get some CCTV fitted to her house. Yeah. What was the name of the company that fitted the CCTV? Now, <laughs> you're looking at me as if you hate me right now, but that the van of this company was on screen for a very long time. Yeah, and also, also there was a point where she logged into it yeah. on her laptop screen. There was. And the only reason I'm going to kick myself is because that when I was sitting here 10 minutes ago trying to think of a question, I thought if only I'd have paid more attention, my question would have been, what was the name of the company? Make of the <laughs> security thing she logged into. You do get quite a lingering shot on the van. It's, it I don't know what fades it fades past the van. They're called Centurion Security. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't know that. How are we still at 2-1? But that's interesting because that would have been my question or a version of that would have been my question. Interesting. That's what I was sitting there thinking. That would have thrown me because you'd have asked first. I'd have got it right and then I wouldn't have had a question. And then you'd have had to make up a shit question about (laughs) Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. I wouldn't because I've never even heard of it. (laughs) Is it worth watching? Should I go and watch it? Uh, I've seen, I saw it once years ago, but yeah, from what I remember, if you like quirky indie comedies with a decent soundtrack, it's basically everything like Michael Sarah made about 10 10 years ago. (laughs) Yes, it's it's sweet. Okay, I'll check it out. (laughs) Shall we move on to the stream table? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we've, this is the 10th film to go into the stream table. Do you want me to run through them? Yeah, go on then. Let's do um, 
we'll make it maybe our maybe our last week going through the whole thing yeah definitely. let's have a look so currently in ninth we've got Buster's Malhart in eighth Blackwater seventh The Clapper six Emo the Musical five Office Uprising four Michael Inside three Handsome a Netflix mystery movie two What Keeps You Alive and in at number one at the minute is Hush quite rightly probably deserves to be at number one yep where's this one going I think we're talking bottom four again. Yeah, I think I went first last week, so you can have first shot. Okay. Buster's Malheart is worse than this. Yeah. Blackwater is worse than this. Yes, I would have Blackwater below this. The Clapper. (laughs) Yeah, The Clapper, our old (laughs) favourite. I was surprised when The Clapper went off the bottom as as as, as soon as it did. And it's now got two films below it. I know. Is it about to have three films below it? Are you asking me? <laughs> or are you about to tell me? It's really close between them two for me. I, I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. I can't believe the clapper. I can't believe the clapper is slowly rising up the table. I think this is worse than the clapper. It's really close though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's really For very close. different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I enjoyed this right. less I can't believe the clapper's the clapper. not still at the bottom that, and just, especially how good a start we had this just season. to clarify those bottom four are all garbage absolute <laughs> garbage yeah but if you'd have told me a few weeks ago when well when we when we did the clapper what was that episode five four five four that that would not be bottom yeah <laughs> i would not have taken that bet i agree i think i think it has to go above blackwater but below the clapper yeah so into eight we need to get something good on this stream table <laughs> Hey, no, look. You can't the, just the, chuck the, everything under the clapper. The top we, of this. The, the top, top of, of the stream table is, is fantastic. Excellent. From like Office Uprising, good film. Michael Inside, Handsome, What Keeps You Alive, and Hush are all brilliant films. Yeah. All four of them. And we started off really strong in this season because three of those were the first three episodes. And I don't know what's happened. <laughs> it's been a tough couple of weeks. It really has. It really has. This one kind of knocked me a bit. It came out of nowhere because we watched the trailer for this last week. Yeah. Oh, it's a trailer you can make anything look good but it it looked i think i even said it looked quite intense you said yeah you did it looks really intense and, and there is no intensity in this no film the trailer really oversells it really oversells it for no good reason this is i think this is i i can't think to a more uneven film than this no i think you're right it's it, just it's just but it's really badly judged yeah it it lurches so much it goes from a snail's pace to a sprint so the last 15 minutes are just and sprinting. it doesn't work no it doesn't it falls apart i never want to watch it again i'm never going to watch it again never ever so that being said shall we see what we're going to watch next week let's do it onwards and upwards yes fingers can, crossed things can only get better i'm going to press the button it has picked a film called the warning okay this was added to the list by friend of the show wayne evans what's it, it gets another shout out um let's see what that is I am unaware. I of think it's very film. recently been added to the list as well. Is it a movie about like health and safety? <laughs> okay. Do you want to know the synopsis? I sure do. It says, ten-year-old <laughs> Nico." <laughs> no. Yeah. Have we seen this film before? <laughs> we have seen a film with a little ten- boy called, with a little boy Nico. called Nico, in, which was brilliant. So Mirage season one. Go Check and it watch out. Mirage. Yeah. Did if you second? Of, yeah. In the stream table. Yeah, it did. Great film. If you're thinking of watching Clinical, fuck that off and go and watch Mirage. It's a great <laughs> film. I really want to get my eyes on Mirage. I might even start twinting, tweeting about that episode. I, I tried, but I couldn't see it. <laughs> Ten-year-old Nico receives a threatening letter and now his life is in danger. No one seems to believing, believe him except one person that he doesn't know who has come to believe that fate itself wants the boy dead and tries to prevent it. Okay. Yeah. I, that was a few words that didn't mean too much to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind. Uh oh. I'm going to play my wild card. Wild card. No! We're going to put that film back in the bucket because I want to play my wild card this week. Now, we said at the start of the season that we'd got a wild card each for this season. We did. Which means that we can veto a film if it comes out of the randomizer. Yeah, the randomizer can be cancelled once each this, this series. And I have just cancelled that film. Okay. <laughs> nah. We are going to watch a film, my personal randomizer in my head. <laughs> right. Called The Man Who Killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. Excellent. <laughs> I've noticed this film on Netflix a while back and I've been waiting for an opportunity to play my wild card and then a subtitled film came out of the bag so I'm playing my wild card. Okay, fine. <laughs> do you want to know the synopsis for The Man Who Killed Hitler and the Bigfoot? I do, yeah. Bear with. I mean, I, th- I think the title might be all the synopsis <laughs> we need to be honest. 
it says, Calvin Barr, an old, bitter recluse who was once a legendary assassin for the US government and whose task to kill Hitler almost changed the course of World War II, is asked to come back from retirement for one final top-secret mission to track down and eliminate a Bigfoot that became infected with a deadly disease that could spread to others if the creature remains on the loose in the forest for too long. During the mission, Barr's World War II past is shown through flashbacks. Dude, you're a genius. <laughs> sounds, that sounds fantastic. Um, I'm, get, I'm getting my expectations up already. Sam Elliott's in it. Oh, I love Sam Elliott. <laughs> He's in the do. Big Lebowski. He is, indeed. Um, do you want to watch the trailer? Definitely. Got to be a turnaround from the last couple of weeks. My grandfather used to tell me stories all about this one soldier. As he got older, the stories got stranger. Some I believed, others I don't know. But it wasn't describing a man. Wallet, keys. It was more like something mythic, legendary. You didn't pull any swords from any stones, did you? But you might have done something. Something bigger, maybe. So how have you been? You look a little tired. What's bothering you? Things I could have done differently. Regrets. Now I shot someone during the war. I never wanted that. Even if he had it coming. And he did. You've heard about the killings? Up north? What's the FBI have to do with it? Imagine all our worst fears about influenza and humans, bovine, swine, all of it coming true to life, only worse. It's the Bigfoot, Ed. They want me to kill it. It's the carrier of this plague type thing. Well, that's no good. If we cannot contain the beast, if we cannot destroy it and it escapes, it could mean the very end of our world as we know it. You're the last resort. What? I'm so excited. I must say, I have no mem- I have no idea what this film is before when I picked it. I've gone. I noticed that film was on our list, and I've picked it purely on the title. Yeah. So that film is on the long list. Yeah. And so I just want to point that out. There, it's not a film that I've seen before or anything. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Good veto. How. The man who killed Hitler, and, <laughs> and then the, a big, the big foot. I'm excited. Bring it on. Go out and watch that, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>